Welcome back, Andy. Here's the '80s Maria Madness bracket. I'm joined with Aaron, of course. Hello. Uh, we're going through the ballot division now. If you haven't listened to the first episode of the Pop Division, where we go o- over sort of the methodology of the bracket, go ahead and take a listen to that. But as it is, we're going to dive right in to the ballot division, going straight into our number one seed, "Losing My Religion" from Out of Time, releases a single February of '91, going up against Wendell G. Uh, from Fables of the Reconstruction, released September of Going up against, does it matter? <laughs> Losing My Religion, their number, their highest charting song of all time, re- reached, uh, reached number four in the U.S. Top 100. Uh, Wendell G, 91 in the U.K. charts. Is Wendell G. <laughs> kind of we just easiest. play Wendell G let's right give, now let's and give say a goodbye little... to Wendell G. <laughs> Farewell to Wendell G. Losing, if Losing My Religion does not advance beyond <laughs> the first round in the REM yeah. bracket... What album is it off again? It is off of Fables of the Reconstruction. Yeah. Last track, I believe. Uh, we'll, we'll be hearing more of uh, Losing My Religion yeah. later, I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's Wendell J. That's when Wendell G takes... Oh, that was such a good song. <laughs> Farewell, Wendell G. <laughs> you know, not bad, but come on. It's, Losing it's My a religion. fine song, yeah. Yeah, probably... If losing my religion, I think, uh, if, if you'd guessed anything was going to advance in the first round. It's going to be losing my religion. Yeah. yeah, it is a it is a great song. It is a meaningful song. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember, I've only ever seen R.E.M. in concert once. It was at uh, Madison Square Garden. And I I don't know if the playlist for the, the set list for it is online because I was digging for it earlier. Mm-hmm. And all I remember for sure about the set list is that uh, my friend Stip, who is a huge R.E.M. fan and has been mm-hmm. to dozens or if not hundreds of shows, uh, and I were, and there was a group of us, so we were talking about what, were their, what was their first song going to be, what were they going to open it uh-huh. up with, and I was convinced they were going to open up with Drive, and Stip was convinced they were going to open up with Country Feedback, mm-hmm. and we were both right, because they opened with Country Feedback and immediately followed it up <laughs> with Drive, wow. uh, which now I can't find a set list that does that anywhere. So I don't know where that is, but uh, I remember Stipe introducing "Losing My Religion" by saying, "Yeah, um, this is a song uh, that you all love, and we're happy to play it for you." <laughs> I'm like, all right, you're sick of it. That's fine. I get it. What year was you, was that? Do you remember? Two thousand four, two thousand three, okay. four, something like that. Yeah, I was in grad school, so thereabouts. Right. Yeah. All right, yeah. So I bet great show after. Ten years of playing it live. Uh, yeah, I feel like. Well, it. ten years of playing it live and three years of refusing to play it live. Yeah. Did they? Did they refuse to? Did they radiohead this song? Maybe. Yeah, but it's a great song. Mm-hmm. Did they play Wendell G? And that's it. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> it's Wendell G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess no. Probably not. Yeah. But I also don't know R.E.M. well enough to be able to instantly recognize every single song that they're going to play mm-hmm. at a show. So uh, maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to try and look and, we'll look and try find, and find it up. Yeah. All right. But next matchup, we're going to the uh, number eight seed. This is All the Way to Reno from Reveal, released as a single July of 2001. Peaked at number 10 on the U.S. alternative charts. Going up against number nine, We All Go Back to Where We Belong, which was released as a single in October 2011 from the Part Lies, Part Truth, Part Heart, Part Garbage uh, compilation. Uh, peaked at 13 on the alternative charts. 
So insofar as you're not a big reveal fan, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna guess that you're leading. We all go back I, to where we belong. I, I actually don't mind. I think reveal of the three of like the lesser REM albums. I think reveal is probably the best. But uh, I think I actually like we all go back to where we belong a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty good song, and I like uh, Mike Mills' bass line in it. it sounds good. It kind of reminds me of like a uh, Brendan Canning from Broken Social Scene. It has that kind of vibe to it. So I think that's a uh, it's a song I remember more than All the Way to Reno. Okay. I'm I'm the other way around, so let me play We All Go Back to Where We Belong. Mm-hmm. I tripped what you were offering Imagine lying next to me Your shirt and your reputation toss I will write our story in my It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like them both. I lean Reno, but I'm I'm okay with uh, with Belong as well. I think they're I think they're both really good. Yeah, and the other thing is they're both almost definitely going to lose to lose. Oh, not even a round. question. Yeah, and I'm not going to say necessarily that losing my religion is going to make it all the way to the final four, mm-hmm. uh, but it's definitely going to get a ways into the yeah, bracket. Definitely. So uh, we all go back to where we belong for yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, next matchup. Uh, this is a tough one, although I have a feeling which way you're going to lean. Uh, we're going to throw down if this doesn't <laughs> go a particular way. This uh, is a matchup between the number five seed, Electrolyte, from New Adventures in Hi-Fi, releases a single December of 96, peaked at number 96 on the U.S. Top 100, going up against number 12 seed, Night Swimming, from Automatic for the People, released as a single July of 93. Uh, didn't actually chart in, in the U.S., but peaked at 27 in the U.K., uh, Radiohead covered Electrolyte and Coldplay covered Night Swimming, and this is the one and only time I'm going to side with Coldplay <laughs> over Radiohead, but um, there are a few R.E.M. songs that stand out to the point where people who are R.E.M. fans hold up that particular song and say, "Ah, oh, this is the best song ever. Mm-hmm. Like, not even R.E.M., just ever. Um Night Swimming is one of those songs, and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's funny, uh, you mentioned that. I think I was reading an interview the other day with a uh, with Tom York from just a few years ago where he said New Adventures in Hi-Fi is his favorite REM album, so that makes sense that he would cover right. uh, Electrolyte. But, uh, and I like Electrolyte a lot, but, I mean, I agree Night Swimming is the better song, I think. Yeah. For it's, sure. It's, a, it's another classic from a classic album. Yeah. Night Swimming, and I've, I've said this about uh, Michael Stipe lyrics, that in a lot of cases, the really great R.E.M. songs have lyrics that don't make sense on the surface mm-hmm. and evoke something underneath the surface. Night Swimming is one of those songs that evokes something underneath the surface and also makes perfect sense on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um it's just a it's just a great song, and it yeah. makes me nostalgic for a life that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah. I don't. 
Like the the very specific experiences that he's describing in the song are not experiences that I necessarily had in my right. life. And I was like, oh, I remember those days. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. It conveys a nostalgia that is not personal to you, the listener yes. necessarily, but it evokes the same feeling. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think is one of the ones that benefits the most from the string arrangements on uh, uh-huh. automatic. For sure. Also, it's automatic. Also, I, I, I think I think there is somewhere in this first round of '64 uh, a song from Automatic that does not advance for me, but I don't think we've mm-hmm. gotten there yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Night swimming. I think that's a a fair advance. Farewell to electrolyte. Yeah. 12 seed. We are so wrong. I know, yeah, it just didn't hit the charts the same way that some of the other songs did. So incorrect. (laughs) All right, now we've got uh, another kind of serendipitous matchup. We have the number four seed, South Central Rain from Reckoning, released as a single May of 84, peaked at 85 in the U.S. Top 100, going up against the 13 seed, I'll Take the Rain from Reveal, November of 2001, peaked at number 44 on the U.K. charts. Uh, so given your opinions of that period of REM and the other period of REM, are you going with South Central? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with I'll Take the Rain necessarily, but I think there's a lot of things right with South Central. Rain. Let's play South Central here. Mm-hmm. That is a six-minute song, I'll Take mm-hmm. the Rain, so it, it, it's got some time to build, yeah. but all right. And it has a decent build, but... It does, yeah. I, I, w- I went with I'll Take the Rain on this one. Uh, I'm I am more of a fan of that millennial REM mm-hmm. uh, than you are, and I was not really taken with South Central Rain as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's not... It's not a, it's not an easy choice, but it's also not a big deal because neither of these are advancing super far for me. But <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll go with South Central Rain. Yeah, I think South Central Rain too is one of those. It's kind of the opposite of like Stand for Me, where it was a single that was on the radio enough that I looked, you know, I enjoyed hearing it. Uh, the the amount of times it came up versus yeah. uh, some of the other ones. All right, the next matchup we have is our uh, number six seed, Leaving New York which was from Around the Sun, released uh, September 27th of 2004, peaked at number one on the U.S. Alternative Charts, and Tongue from Monster, released October of 95, peaked at uh, number 13 on the U.K. Charts. 
Monster is one of my favorite REM albums. Tongue is a forgettable song for me. Uh, it is another one where I see the title and I think, which one is that? Mm-hmm. And then I hear it and go, oh, yeah, I like oh, yeah, that, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. That was, that was good. Yeah. yeah. I think it benefits in this matchup for me in that I don't think Leaving New York is anything special. Yeah. It's the one that they chose to include on the uh, Part Lies, Part Heart, Part Truth uh, compilation uh, from that album, which is fine. <laughs> I, but I also think Around the Sun is their weakest album because like we said before they just I think sound bored the whole time right right uh, I went with Leaving New York for me it's not uh, I don't have any particularly love for either of these songs also the next song that we're going to mm-hmm. be dealing with is one of my all time favorites so I'm already looking at this bracket and saying okay whatever the 611 <laughs> matchup is I know what's going to yeah. advance into the the later rounds. Yeah, so. whichever one wins, it's going to be its for its only win, probably. Uh, I I would lean tongue, but if you feel that leaving New York, let's is go better, leaving New York. Okay. Yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> it's certainly going to lose next round. Yeah. 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 Uh, which brings us to that next matchup, number three seed from Monster, Strange Currencies, releases a single April of '95, peaked at 47 on the U.S. Top 100. And find the river from uh, Automatic for the People. I knew there was an Automatic song <laughs> that was going to lose. That was released as a single October of '93, peaked at 54 on the UK charts. I was going through and I got to this division. I was like, oh, finally, an Automatic song that I'm not going to automatically <laughs> advance yeah. onto the next round. Uh, I don't. I'm. I was pleasantly surprised to see Strange Currencies as high a seat as it is mm-hmm. here, because I've always thought of Strange Currencies as a song that is great and just never got the radio play that it deserved. But it did. It did chart mm-hmm. fairly well. Yeah. Ultimately, uh, I think it's. I think it's fantastic. I think it's one of. I think it's top five for me. Yeah, that's a great song. And and yeah, one of the top three songs on monster easily also yeah oh yeah um between this and you said this what's the frequency kenneth and orange crush right or uh crush with eyeliner yeah crush with eyeliner yeah Yeah. uh wait what's orange crush on green oh you're right okay um yeah for me it's kenneth and strange currencies and those are just the Uh two standouts um and those are both for me top 10 if not top five yeah uh yeah, I, th- I think Find the River is good, but uh, it's not Strange Currencies for sure. Yeah. It's interesting with Monster because I, I understand Monster doesn't get the, the cred among REM fans that some mm-hmm. of these other middle period albums do. And I've always had a soft spot in my heart for Monster. I've always thought that was one of the great mm-hmm. REM albums. But TBH, it's What's the Frequency, Kenneth, and Strange Currencies and 10 other songs yeah, for me. Yeah, I think it does as an album kind of run together a little mm-hmm. bit it's uh, but it's also one that they made you know because they knew they were going to go out and tour and they were tired of playing acoustic songs with mandolins and stuff right and so right it, it was intentionally that kind of bold brash rock glam rock kind of sound yep which is it's it's funny because like it doesn't necessarily fit in with the rest of their catalog but it fits in they still feel like rem songs oh at the yeah same big time, time. Yeah. yeah and i mean they can do glam rock well. Yeah, yeah. totally. Now it's Strange Currencies advancing over Find the River. Our next matchup is the number seven seed, Hollow Man, from Accelerate, released uh, in June of 2008. Peaked at number seven on the alternative charts in the U.S. Uh, and at my most beautiful, the number 10 seed 
from Up, released as a single March of 99, peaked at number 10 on the UK charts. I'm going to go with that Mom Was Beautiful because it's a okay. really gorgeous ballad. I mm-hmm. mean, this is this is the ballad division. We should be... Uh, yeah. This is a really sweet love song, and mm-hmm. there's not that many of them in the REM catalog. And it's, it is like a very, like obvious beach boys kind of spoof yes. almost intentionally but yeah yeah uh, an homage you could probably uh describe it as we'll go but... with that yeah <laughs> and i think i like accelerate but hollow man is not my favorite song on accelerate mm. and so uh, yeah I'll, I'll lean at my most beautiful also it's also the one they chose to represent up on the comp the uh compilation yeah, which surprises me a little bit because uh, Day Sleeper. I would have thought Day Sleeper, I right? Think it's surprising, uh, but uh, I think they probably chose it because it fits in with the rest of the compilation better yeah. than the Up songs do. I guess. Then, but you know, Day Sleeper, it's so good. It is a better song than, than that. But. It also pairs nicely with night swimming. <laughs> yeah, Because after you do that, you sleep <laughs> during the day. This is like a whole life. It's a, it's a whole true. It's a whole circadian cycle. <laughs> All right, so at my most beautiful advancing over Hollow Man. Not that it much matters for future rounds, yeah. I don't think. Unless unless you're unless you're an everybody hurts hater cuz they uh, do exist. Yeah, the ne- the final matchup of the ballot division we have is our number 2 seed Everybody Hurts from Automatic for the People, released as a single April of 93, peaked at number 29 on the US Top 100, going up against Oh My Heart from Collapse into Now. Released as a single February of 2011, and its top chart performance was reaching number 60 on the Swiss charts. But you really dug on that <laughs> one, Mike. Well, what about what about Hungary? Now, what about uh, what about Austria? Now, what about Switzerland? Ooh, Switzerland. <laughs> well, fortunately, number it was, 60 in Switzerland. If you look at a list of all their singles on Wikipedia, it has <laughs> right, about right. 10 different categories. I just had to scroll all the way over until I saw a number. Really. I just imagine like one of the band members breaking into the the studio where the other two are just sitting dejectedly with their hand with their <laughs> chins in their hands waving a torn ratty newspaper going we made it in geneva <laughs> yeah they all, sh- they all celebrate <laughs> yeah! waving Swiss flags. And so, like, the, the whole Swiss army just kind of comes in, parades around, yeah. and there's, like, a guy on a tricycle. <laughs> And they all sing Oh My Heart together. Yeah, of course, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know. Anyway, Everybody Hurts is better. I think Everybody Hurts is one of the ones that got overplayed mm-hmm. and then probably its reputation suffered as a result. But I think if you just listen to the song on its own and try and sep- separate yourself from it, I think it's a good song. It's a song. great song. Yeah. yeah. It's also an Automatic for the People song. So uh-huh. I didn't, I'm not even going to say a whole lot about the Automatic songs. I just <laughs> go with the, the idea yeah. that if it's an Automatic song, if I don't say anything else, I'm going to like right. that song because I love that album. And it has a good build. You know, we talk about yes. how a song builds a lot. And I think that has a, is a great example. Of yeah. One. And some of these songs that I love, even in the ballad division, are songs that have that great build to... An incredible climax. Strange Currencies is one of those. Mm-hmm. Everybody Hurts is is one of those too. Um, yeah, even Losing My Religion builds mm-hmm. not not as not as obviously. It's right. it's a much more kind of even even keeled song without big peaks or valleys, but mm-hmm. uh, it does like develop over time. Yeah, totally. 
All right, so everybody hurts. Yeah, like the first uh, two seed to advance over 15. Hey. I can I think a lot of these like top seed two seeds they they suffer from there having been a backlash, True. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or and just overexposure in general. Yeah. You know, it, it, if it doesn't stand up to the to hearing it a million times, then you might get tired of it. I do remember being at home uh in high school. I was homesick one day. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm watching MTV, and they're playing, like, I Love the 90s was on from 6 to 7, so I was watching that, and Everybody Hurts came on with that video of everyone Uh just sort of sitting in that gray traffic jam and being sad, and I started to get choked up, and I'm like, oh, this is, even then, I'm like 16 (laughs) years old, I'm like, okay, this is stupid, and it's (laughs) A hundred percent because I'm sick and my Uh body is weak and I can't control what's going on, but it like I listened to eight other videos that day and none of those did it. That right. that's the one that did. So <laughs> good on you. Yeah. Still a good song. Yeah. That wraps up the ballad division. You can of course uh cast your votes on the uh Andy Hears the Eighties Twitter feed at Andy Hears It. Uh decide which ones are your favorite REM singles in the ballad division. Uh, next time we will be doing the wild card division. Wild card, also known as the other sixteen songs that didn't <laughs> squarely fit into the other categories. Or did, but or did, you but know, there's, can... you can only fit so many. Right. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Uh, thank you, Aaron, for going over these again with me, and we'll see you soon. See you next time. <laughs>